And welcome to episode 11 of a little show that we call Emblemcast, a Fire Emblem podcast. Not an Overwatch podcast, but a Fire Emblem one. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Just you I'm wait. in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll step out then. No, no, Keegan, this is our time. Overwatch Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. This is our time. Yeah, this is good point. They were just released that. on the Wii U <clears throat> Virtual Console. Oh, man. Way to date it. <laughs> oh, well, okay, well, already now I really need to go, because I need to go play some fucking Mystery Dungeon again. <laughs> yeah, rescue I gotta pick up Super Mystery Dungeon. Anyway, I want to start off this podcast by making a little side note here, because I want to say thank you to everyone for the overwhelming support we have seen from our last episode, episode 10, with the wonderful, wonderful Mangs. And it is, it is our most popular ed- episode by a large margin. We've been getting overwhelmingly positive support and I cannot thank you guys enough yeah it went over really well and so, Mang seemed to like being on so definitely be consider having him back on if he's willing and he's said that he's willing to do so mm-hmm. so yeah well I mean it, it won't be for a while I assume it wouldn't be for a few months at least but you know it's definitely a possibility again and we're gonna open the floodgates to having more guests because it's a it's a great thing to do to involve the community like that you know, it does, it's not just YouTubers. It could be anyone on the subreddit or, or anyone that contacts me. Phew! I hear I was worried that Bangs would replace me as the token YouTuber on the podcast. <laughs> That's okay, why Darren wasn't actually on last episode. You got a special Darren's place. Like, I mean, someone's got to like, yell at me I can't for playing YouTuber Final on. Fantasy, right? Yes. 13? I'll always be here to do that. If it's 13, it. I'll yell at you, too. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so what have you guys been doing? What games have you been playing? Uh, two things, sort of. In the Fire Emblem oh, going. kind of side of it. Uh, I've actually mm-hmm. been testing out. I'm working with uh, some friends, I guess, on the new ROM hack, Stab of Ages. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I played that. Hey, isn't the, that yeah. the one that uh, Mag- Mags is doing a Let's Play that, actually, isn't it? I think he is. Yeah. yeah, the demo just came is. out, like, a couple weeks ago. It's the... I gotta say, it... It it's, looks very promising. Yeah, it's the first eight chapters, and I've been really enjoying it. And yeah, I played through the first eight when they shortly after they came out, and I I really liked it. Yeah, really, unit choices that they had were really interesting. Uh, I'm always down for mage lords. Yeah, uh, mage my lord, role Pegasus is lord. Basically, just beta tester and feedback ever. Like uh, Invader Zim, he's the guy that's sort of in charge of the project. He pretty much creates a map. And then gives it to me and be like, "All right, play through this and tell me what you think, and mm-hmm. any improvements." And it's actually he's actually pretty pretty great to work with. Not always is open to the criticism feedback, and a lot of t- he's open to like even me being like, "You know, this seems like a pretty easy like two or three turn. Should maybe change that." And he's like, <laughs> and even though it's he's like, "Well, why would you go for a two or three turn? Because there's like this and this and this and what." He's, he's, he still makes the changes. <laughs> he's great to work with. And actually just started working on Chapter 9, which is actually a, a defense chapter, which is actually a really Ooh, good oh, defense wow. chapter. Very cool. And I'm excited for a defense chapter. I like the defense chapters. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to check that game out. It looks very well designed. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, there are some 
I have some like balance issues that I need to wait to see how far it plays out. Things like uh, you have three lords. One of them is a Pegasus. Pegasus. Knight yeah, lord? I, that was what mm -hmm. I thought the first time I saw her. It was like right. like in that very very first like Epi Seven patch forever ago before the oh, yeah. current one came out, and I'm like. So you mean to tell me that my main character is a sword-wielding Pegasus knight? This sounds yeah. pretty fun. I hope they don't add a seas map. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, that's so just begging to get cheesed. Yeah, and she's, yeah. Got, she's, got, a, she's got a rapier, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this, there's been some instances where it's like, this is kind of dumb, <laughs> having <laughs> flying flying lord. Mm -hmm. But the other part is... But other than that, no real major issues. They got it's they've got two mage lords, a mage lord duo. One uses anima, and the other uses you... dark magic, which is actually a pretty interesting thing. Since I like both the other of them. Game. As units, I liked both of them when I played through it. You got, yeah. like, I think it's I think from what I remember, like the dark one has like high magic and like average skill and speed, and then the other one's like the invert of the and the anima's one's like inverted on his stats for the most part. Yeah, and he the anima one has a tome that's effective against mages. And the Dark Mage has a tome that's effective against mounted units. Which so it's always... Because I, I do remember him specifically nuking a bunch of cavaliers, which is a godsend yeah. to have. Yeah, and that's that's the cool thing that Zim's doing. He's always trying to make sure that there's enough cavaliers where there's a reason to use the Dark Mage. Right. Yeah. I'll say one of the things that I saw in that that was interesting when I was playing is that they have a Pegasus Knight that joins you in like the last chapter of the patch. With 11 strength and 8 speed. And it was the weirdest uh, thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And oh, I, I, like, I don't know what they have for growths on her. But I, uh, when they put I've, out the next content patch, I'm really excited to use the hell out of her. Just because it's so weird to have a Pegasus Knight that joins me at like level 8 with like 11 strength. And is significantly <laughs> like stronger than she of. is fast. Yeah, I, th I think her growths are actually more in strength. I think her speed is actually pretty low. Let me look it up. Which sounds really interesting. I want to see how it plays out. I'm I'm hoping that they change Falconite caps to work with it, because I feel like you would just slam that strength cap like a like no other, because it's like 23. What is or the something. Falconite cap? It's like 23, uh, really. It's 23 it's, or 24. It's something. It's it's low. really low. So lower like than I thought it was. So see, if see, yeah yeah the Lily the Pegasus Knight that you're talking about has a 55% strength growth and a Ooh. and a 35% speed growth. Ooh. <laughs> Either way, interested to see how it pans out because you know it's not every day that you see a Pegasus knight that basically looks like a wyvern knight. Yeah, actually, yeah. your defense is actually pretty poor at twenty-five percent, and res is at thirty-five percent. I thought her bases were okay in those departments, though. Yeah, they're pretty. Like, they're, I think they're like about the same. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she does have some. She, I will say, she does have some use in the defense chapter that comes right after that. Well, that which is being that, worked on. It has me look out for that. Keep playing more of it, yeah. Yeah. As long as but, it doesn't yeah, get like crop. Cool. Yeah. So that's been pretty much my most of Fire Emblem happenings. Then also, obviously, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Mm. My <laughs> man. Game. It's just so fun. I mean, it's evident because oh. you're like what level 140 something as of right now. Yeah, yeah as of right now, <laughs> I'm 146. Jeez. I'm like 64. Is fucking going on? This is, this is going to turn into the last episode again. No, well, because I actually talking about how I want to play Overwatch. So, yeah. uh, well, what go, would you get? I already played the beta. I know it's great. I just 
haven't really had time to play it. And there's too many RPGs out now that I have to cover. But, uh, but, but it's just a simple, FP, simple FPS, 10 minutes of your time. That's no, not, not a no competitive 10 hours. Hey, that's fine. There's no 10 minutes, Sheffin, because there's Pokemon to go catch. That's uh, a good point. Just, just catch Pokemon while you're playing Speaking Overwatch. of which, totally that doable. sounds like a segue if it ever was one. <laughs> I assume everyone here has been playing Pokemon Go, because the whole fucking world's been playing Pokemon Go. Everyone and their mother's been playing Pokemon Go, and that's really hardly an yeah. exaggeration. My phone yes, can't. My phone can't actually run Pokemon Go. Rip. <laughs> oh, Chef. Get a good uh, phone. I, I mean, so iPhone I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this app forever because I've. I've honestly, I, I like the game and I think it's fun and I, I really think it's great how it's you know bringing people together the way that it seems to be. But all the fucking think pieces about Pokemon Go saying like, oh, is Pokemon Go dangerous? And things like that, it just well, it drives me crazy. It's, it's not Pokemon Go that's dangerous. It's idiots no, it's that are dangerous. Stupid people. That if you walk into exactly. the street trying to catch a Pikachu and you get hit by a car, that's not Pokemon Go's fault. That's I the know. idiot's fault. Exactly. It's with this number of people playing it. There's bound to be people doing stupid shit. I mean, I saw I saw a video the other day of a guy who was like playing Pokemon Go and he like sideswiped a cop's car because he was driving and playing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It was funny. Like it was bad because he freaking sideswiped a cop's car, but it was it was yeah, it was funny because he's just sitting there on his friggin' phone trying to catch whatever the hell he was catching, which was clearly more important than driving properly. I just want to say in all honesty this app if you're thinking of things objectively, I'd, it's probably a 7, 7.5 out of 10. It's lower than it's, that. It's, the app yeah. itself, yeah. has, as an app, is mediocre on its best mm-hmm. moments. And which, right, like, because earlier this week we had the release of Can- in Canada, which pretty much destroyed the servers for, like, two days. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. in terms of actual functionality, there's so many things that are missing or... That are lacking, Absolutely. like the lack of a trade. Also, the fucking lag. The lag is ridiculous, and it, yeah. this is not a demanding app. And the footsteps. Or at least it shouldn't the whole be. footstep bug is like the worst thing ever. If you're trying to track oh a specific and Pokemon, it's just I, almost yeah. impossible. I I have a bug on my phone where the way that eggs are supposed to work is that if you have the app running, it will count your steps. No, that's and, not you know, a bug. That's how it the... works. Well, no, 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 no. That's how it's supposed to work, right? If, like right if now, I just, currently in the app, if I, you have to have it open to make it count right. towards walking towards your Right, house. right, 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 right. And and I I know that's how it works. And but if if I you know lock my phone screen, it won't it won't count towards the ends. Yeah, that, and that's I know, so far just the case. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was under the impression that if you did lock your phone screen, it was supposed oh, to. Oh yeah, the app the app and phone that's have to be running. Stupid. Yeah, which is a huge oversight for something that's just using a pedometer, which is a really simple feature right. that yeah. it absolutely murders your battery. Use. Yeah, <laughs> okay. right. Also, let's let's just talk about how the main gameplay fucking flicking pokeballs is dumb. It's stupid. The curveball thing's a little dumb. I don't even. I still don't even completely understand how the rings thing work. I, th- I thought I, I understood do, it, but I kind of don't. But, I don't know. Yeah, but the sizes are are very. I know I the know color the is, is like determinant of how likely you are to catch it, but that's like yeah. all I but, got. But the reason this app is so successful, first of all, is because it's Pokemon, right. and everyone loves Pokemon, and the, it's the first generation of Pokemon, which I think I was thinking about this. If they had released all six generations at once, I don't think this game would have sold as well, as, or or you there's know performed as well as it did, because there's a lot of this is this keeps the things fans simple. like. That's, I think that's the right, big thing. The, it keeps it simple. It keeps it on a group of recognizable Pokemon that 
most millennials and people who the app is targeted exactly. towards will recognize. And because the original 151 have been in every single game, even kids today who pick up X and Y or Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, they could recognize those Pokemon, right? So I think that's exactly. kind of the idea. Exactly. So people, you know, who grew up with the series in the 90s are going to pick it up because they want to, you know, catch the, the Pokemon that they remember. And then, then people like me who are, are diehard Pokemon fans and, and have been for a while and, and could navy you every single Pokemon that, you know, that, that popped up are going to download it anyway because it's Pokemon. Of course I'm going to check it out. So right. have, limiting it to this 151, while meaning less work at one time, is I think it's a very smart move. I I hope they add more in the future though. Yeah. Like the I, I rumor think for is launch, that Gen Two is coming in December. I was gonna say I hope a, they add more in the future, but I can definitely kind of see why launch is a smart yeah. idea. It is. Yeah. Well, the 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 estimate just based off of data mining and things like that is around every six months we're gonna get a new gen. And and trading is supposed to quote becoming sooner rather than later. Oh, uh, that's the, bl the Blizzard trademark soon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but but the reason, but I I have been playing this app every day, and that's just because something about going out, walking around, finding a rare Pokemon, it's so rewarding, and it's it's cool because these are creatures that we've all grown up with and that that we all love, and every one of them means a means something to us. So I I think it's great. Also, Team Insight for the win. <laughs> Fuck you, Mystic and Valor people. I'm with okay. You, Oh, <laughs> dividing the cast even more. Yeah, Zapdos is the coolest legendary bird. Okay, Fight Articuno me. says otherwise, but okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, let I'm me know how those rocks worst. feel, dude. Yeah, hey, Articuno is the worst compatibly. all of your birds except kind of Moltres, technically. But electric, electric against all of your birds. Electric flying uh, we got is better that than roost. ice flying by a mile. Anyway, here's yeah. what I'll say about the app. Like, it's gotten me out walking with my family more than I ever have. Like, we go on, like, mm -hmm. my mom and my mom and dad always go on walks around the dikes locally, or they go around the neighborhood, and now I go with them. I've been walking my brother to yeah, church that's camp awesome. every single day. Right, just look for Pokemon. <laughs> it's, it's cool. That, that, that's the stuff that's really, really amazing about this app. Like, I'll, I'll tell a very short story. I was, um, I was at the mall the other day, and I was, I was getting food. And th this is just a two-second long story. And I was just pulling out my wallet to pay for it. And the guy thought I had a Pokeball on my wallet, which it wasn't. But he's like, hey, do you play Pokemon Go? Then just for five minutes, we, we bonded and, and shared stories about the app. And that's the kind of cool interaction that this app promotes. Uh, my quick Pokemon Go story is, uh, I think it was, I think it was last weekend. Last weekend, I was me and a bunch of my friends. We went. There's a place downtown near where I live, that um, mm -hmm. it's like a sculpture park, but each individual sculpture that's there is like its own Pokestop. So there's like nine of them in just like this <laughs> little area. Oh man! Wow. And it's like almost always lured, which was what my friends told me. It's like there's almost always lures yeah, there. There's like a whole bunch lures, of people. Baby. So we went, like, after the, that, on that night, after I got off work, I got off at, like, 8 p.m. that night, there was, a, there was a restaurant that was downtown as well that we all met at, which also had a gym and a Pokestop in it, which was also lured. And when I got there, what was funny is on the door, there was a sign that said something about you couldn't go in there unless you were eating because of Pokemon Go. Because people <laughs> would just go in there and, like, challenge the gym and, like, get, <laughs> That's get great. farm the Pokestop and whatnot. So I go in there, we eat, we leave... And by the time we get down to um, by the time we get down to the sculpture park, it's probably about 10:30 at night on a Sunday night, right? There's 
mm-hmm. like 80 people here. And this is like downtown Des Moines, Iowa. There's like fucking nothing here. Jeez. And there's like 80 people at like 11 at night just playing freaking Pokemon. And I just thought it was the most ridiculous thing. Like, it, there would be, like, that place would be empty if if Pokemon Go wasn't there. There would be no one there at 11. There's no freaking yeah. reason to be there. Because there's, like, nine Pokestops in the same place, and everyone and their mother's playing Pokemon Go. It was just packed the whole night. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this app is watching awkward... <laughs> semi-overweight middle-aged white men like walking around <laughs> with the AR feature on being like, oh, there's a Pidgey here. Hold on, honey. <laughs> I don't go uh, out much around my apps? house because I don't have much around it's cool, here. Though. But I do really like the app. It's fun. There's a lot of problems and they gotta finish the fucking crashing and the lag, but I I think it can be great. They've it, got it a good start, and they've got a ton of people's attention, so if they capitalize exactly. on it, it could be a but huge thing this, for a this long is time. Good, you know, this this could be a fad, and, you know, this this could go away if they right. don't... Uh, what is it? Ni- Niantic is the developer's name? Yeah. I think so. People are pronouncing it weird ways, but there's a there's a town close to where I grew up spelled the same way, called Niantic, instead of Niantic or whatever people are saying. But um, they, they have... They can... You know, they can make this app great, and they can have people playing this for for years to come but you know if they don't do anything i'd say in a month or two it's not gonna be as much pokemon go that's true i I think if they capitalize on the ridiculous publicity they got they can actually make this into a really big thing right it's gotten to the point where literally my grandmother is sending me text messages about the app so (laughs) i'm I'm not even kidding about that one i would say that they succeeded so I guess from here, any of you guys have other games you want to talk about? If not, I can go. Um, I was just gonna talk about Tokyo Mirage Sessions since that was the thing that's happened since. Yeah, why not? We why don't you, Darren, here. talk about that? Alrighty. Uh, I, I suppose I can go first because I've finished the game and Darren's not quite done. I will leave spoilers out for you, and I suppose for everyone else as well. I love the game. Mm-hmm. I thought the game was really good. At least purely off the gameplay. The gameplay yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I'll agree gameplay with is fantastic. That. The story, the characters are hit and miss. There are some characters like we, like Darren and I were talking about earlier. Like Kiri is pretty good, and and then like the protagonist, the main character Itsuki is kind of like the most generic anime male protagonist to have ever walked the planet. So I I have an important question about this game Shoot. that applies to me and and possibly to our listeners. I actually I would I think absolutely. This is a game as a Fire Emblem fan and and as an RPG fan in general, I'm very interested in and because I want to have things to do on my Wii U besides play a Link to the Past. Uh, is this game worth $60? I liked it. I thought it was worth $60, but I've put 70 hours into it. Like if you're willing to put in the time okay. and treat it like the standard like 60-hour RPG that it is, it is worth its time. Mm-hmm. And I would say like it, it can ride quite well purely on gameplay alone, at least in my opinion. Because I went into the game saying, like, this story can be crap, the characters can be, like, crap, but at worst-case scenario, if, like, the gameplay is good, I might, I can enjoy the game. And the yeah. story and characters were better than I expected, at least in some regards. Okay. The, the weird thing about me is how the, all the, the VAs in Japanese, and there's not even an English option. It, it's absolutely, you know, it doesn't affect me purchasing the game or not. I, I thought it would... Uh, Effect, bother me? I wouldn't even say bother me because I've watched sub anime before and it's not that big of a deal. I right. thought it would just be like the same thing, but just significantly longer. It ends up becoming mm-hmm. a bit more natural. 
The only problem I have with them subbing it is like it, during fights, your characters will like talk, but those aren't yeah. subtitled, so really? you have no clue what they're saying. You can you can kind of catch on if you know like hints and pieces of Japanese, and like I I might have an idea of a few of the quotes, but like we're talking a small percentage of them that I might know, and I put <laughs> seventy hours yeah. into the game, and I still have like no fucking clue what they're saying. And that's my biggest issue with them subbing is that it didn't subtitle in battle. Otherwise, I had no problem with the subtitles. And one other thing that I thought about while they on the subject of subbing the game, I think one major reason they wanted to do it is like remember the whole issue with not getting dual audio in Faith because of probably because of Lost in Thoughts and licensing on that. Imagine that, but like for every single song. I think there's like 18 of them. So, <laughs> I think that probably played a large portion of to why it didn't get put in English is because they would have had to license for 18 different songs. I think, I think a big thing, too, with that is that it's so ingrained in Japanese pop idol culture, it wouldn't make sense for it to be in English in a lot of ways. Like that, That's also true. only really oh, yeah. gets away with it because they have such exceptional localizations, whereas I, they'd, I think they'd have to do on that level if they wanted to get that game in English. Because right. like, there's a lot of changes between mm-hmm. this version that we have localized and the original Japanese version. Or yeah. you could just be like Phoenix Wright and say, fuck it, it's New York. Well, <laughs> to be fair... That could have, they didn't probably didn't think it would go that far in the direction of the series, <laughs> yeah. and it did. Was the, yeah. they they didn't think they were digging themselves a hole. I wonder if they're gonna they're gonna try and spin the whole fucking like the sixth game, which clearly seems rooted in the whole like you know Maya spirit medium thing. If they're gonna say yeah, that's New York too. They're totally I thought it was They've been doing it for five games, more yeah. than that. Yeah. Can't stop to. now. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be weird if they stopped. Here we are. It's like, hey, we're not in, in LA. Spirit, Mo- Spirit Medium Village, New York. I mean, the anime has two two uh, sub options for a reason. Really? Yeah. How is the anime, by the way? I've I've heard it's gotten better. Well, there's actually the, the neatest thing about it is there's the actual original names and all that, and one of the subs, and the other one's like the localized mm. sub where it's still uh, quote unquote like I, America and I probably have to use that one just because I'm not used to them. Yeah, Nick. Uh, but. I'll say, Devin, for that question as well, I'd say this game's totally worth $60. It's a really high-quality, if Intelligent Systems kind of made a Persona game, or if Atlas made a Fire Emblem game. There's way more Fire Emblem fan service than there is anything Shimogami Tensei. There's a couple right. of winks and nods, like the hee-ho mart, and a couple of the enemy designs are evocative of like the shadow designs you'd see from Persona 3 and 4, but overall, well, and- it's way more ingrained in Fire Emblem than it is in Shimogami Tensei. Really, because the battle system, from what I have seen, and I have not watched that much about this game, it, seem, it literally seems this is Persona 4. I'm pretty sure that's from what I know. It also has a lot I of know. original mechanics as well. Right, I, the, the whole, um, what the, what's the, the fucking central mechanic of that Sessions. game? Sessions. think about it. The session, the session attack. That's your yeah. link attacks for the layman. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, the whole, the whole fight, the whole game is basically about abusing sessions. So I'll pick it up. I would I'm say, not, it's worth, it's I don't worth have access to my Wii U right now, but I, I, since it's an Atlas game, I'd, I'd like to think it'll be on sale soon, just because they are they are sale happy down at Atlas. So, you know, I, if, if it was on sale for like 50 or $45, I'd pick it up. The problem is I have so many other games to play. <laughs> That's always the problem, isn't it? That, that is a and generally a problem. Bloodborne is the thing that I've been really been playing a lot recently, and... Yeah. I've always I've had an interest in like that game. games, but I don't like, like it a lot. That's, isn't that a PlayStation exclusive? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, that would be why I haven't played it. Okay. 
I understand. It's great though, and I mean, I have people, a PS4. I remember but... a lot of people complain like, "I'm not going to pick it up because it'll come on PC at some point, and I don't want to play it at 30." But it that game is at least it seems very well optimized to me, and it running at 30 seconds has not been a hindrance well, to me. Well, it's whatsoever. a lot better optimized now than it was at launch. At launch, right? There I know was the load times were a lot worse times. than they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they didn't even have the um, you know, the the flavor text or, or whatever on the screen to entertain you to at least read something. It was just While the Bloodborne just logo. Like for loading screens or like a main yeah. menu? Yeah. Okay. And one of the big one honestly one of the biggest problems in that game, and it's very nitpicky, which is a good thing. One of the biggest problems with that game is in the Soul series, to my understanding, you can warp from any of your bonfire slash lantern things. In this game you need to you need to load to go to a hub area and then load to go to the area that you want to, even if you didn't want to go that to the hub. That seems annoying. Which, yeah, it's, it's a little annoying. But Say it's, if loading it's screens are bad, I feel like that could get annoying. Well, that's no longer the case. They're now. not they so bad it. right now. They're not so bad right now. Anyway, I won't talk about Bloodborne. I'll talk about Fire Emblem <laughs> because, yeah, this is a Fire Emblem show. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly. Often Sometimes it's a Fire Emblem show. Often we, the hosts, forget. <laughs> yes. We always forget. It might be in the name, yes, but that doesn't do. mean we really know it. Hey, we're we're Fire Emblem fans, but that's not all we are. You sure. Anyway, so this is a story that is very relevant, and it's not. It's one that happened almost immediately after the last time we recorded, which is I was I was playing some conquest. I was on the fucking stupid ninja chapter. Ninja uh, hell. I don't what number that is. I think it's like seventeen. Uh, Eighteen. Seventeen. I think it's seventeen. I was on 17. Things were going good, except to fuck that chapter. And I bought Kirby Plano Robobot, which... That game is fantastic. Well, hold on, hold that on, hold on. How did you segue from chapter 17 it, it of sense. Conquest it will to make Kirby? Sense. Okay. It will make sense. So I bought that game on release, and I, I, I started playing it. That game is great. If you want an, an A platformer, pick up that game. Um, so the... I played, I remember, I played a bunch of Conquest, Kirby Planet Robobot came out, I bought it the day it came out, I played the first world, and then I went to bed. I turned my 3DS off. I woke up, my 3DS started having lag problems, none of the data was loading, and I called Nintendo, and nothing was working. And I ended up finding out that some file or something on my microSD card was corrupted, so I lost all of my data. All of my data for every single game. (laughs) Nice. And I have had I have had a 3DS since day one. Nice. So that is that just fun. lovely. That was great. Um, so I had to restart Conquest, which I restarted Oof. a few days ago now. And I I was doing a Ninja Corin, and now I'm doing a Wyvern Corin, and I've been playing that, and it's it's been easier this time through than it was because I'm playing on Hard Classic. But uh, I love Conquest. It's it just feels weird replaying these chapters because I you're like I've already done this and I already spent so much time on this shit and I gotta do it again. Exactly, exactly. Chapter ten, which made me rage more than anything it has in a long time. Uh, maybe not since I've been playing Bloodborne, but um, I I beat that I think my third attempt, which I was I was kind of proud of myself for that. I I remember chapter ten. I remember watching you struggle through your attempt at chapter 10 and watching you slowly degrade and it was honestly pretty funny <laughs> it took <laughs> that was like one of the best skype log chats that, w- that was great it would just <laughs> be like it's it would be like periodic 15 to 20 minute updates of devin saying 
throwing some kind of profanity at some unit because they got themselves yeah. killed, even though he probably <laughs> did it him to himself. Oh, yeah, I, it got it got bad, but damn, it was funny. It lasted for like yeah. two weeks as well. <laughs> that was the best part, is it didn't end until he finally beat the freaking chapter. Yeah. yeah. And this one I this one I beat on attempt three, I'm like, yeah, that's not so bad. I actually I've been having more problem with that pot chapter than I Yeah, the pot, pot chapter. <laughs> yeah, chapter eleven. Than I have been having with chapter with 12. chapter I've been having more problems with chapter twelve than I have been with chapter ten. Because I I think I beat that one on my first attempt when I when I played through it, but those stupid that little choke point with the ninjas and Saizo and That was the one that always Kagero bothered me. Had, I think honestly yeah, that, I might have come to think of it, I might have spent more time on that chapter in my first playthrough as well. I know I think I beat mm -hmm. ten in like three or four, maybe five attempts. It didn't take me too long to do. Right. And and what's what's been annoying me with that part is I right now I have a lack of two range units because uh, you know, Corn was a ninja in the other one, so that part was a little easier. But now, she's a uh, a wyvern, so you know, uh, it's one range. Unless you use a hand axe. Give Camilla a hand axe. You can actually oh, with like Arthur Parap, you can actually like Oko the ninjas. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Also, for some reason, sorry, my my Kaze, I just got him. He's level nine, which I remember him being level like twelve or something last time. I don't understand. He takes why, levels but. from the levels he gains in the prologue, I think. Yeah, and then, uh, add, yeah. and then they add more to him when you recruit him. Yeah, he gets okay. like three or four auto levels. Yeah, and then his auto level at this point is a little bit yeah, low. He also gets he also always gets a weapon rank. Yeah, yeah, because he always he always starts with steel shuriken, right? Yeah, yeah. So he al he always yeah. gets a weapon rank, and then but your weapon rank progress from before carries over. Mm -hmm. It's like my my cause is always joining like level thirteen with like B rank. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, I should have done that. I just focused on Corrin. I got Corrin to like chapter ten by the end of the prologue. <laughs> Man, you gotta you gotta spread some of that love to the ninja bro. He's the only Very ninja true. you get. I do love ninjas. And I've also been playing a little bit more of FE4. I'm almost done with chapter three, and yeah, it's it's great. I haven't picked that game up in like two months now. Yeah, you should. Yeah, by you the way, we should make we should make the announcement that episode 12 will be our FE4 draft retrospective. Unfortunately, Woo! we have to put the, the FE12 Tune in retrospective on hold because we don't want to play that game. Right. Uh, and now we we now we can't do Gaiden because, oh, oh no. Oh no, that was an episode 2. So ah, oh, damn, we can't play Gaiden. Oh, what a shame. Man. I know so many people are going to be just disappointed and distraught. Damn shame about Path mm -hmm. of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, though. Yeah, Shame about one most, of those. Most games in the series, I guess it's just Awakening and uh, Fates from here on out. And Heroes of Light and Shadow? No, that no, it's not because Twelve's uh, four. But I <laughs> thought those were the only Fire Emblem games. I guess they are now. <sighs> this meme. I had to, dude. It was fed to me. I had to do it. Uh, I felt, I felt bad too. I apologize. No, it, it felt See, good. I have not it been memeing good. as much today as I usually do. It, it was so, spoon fed to me, man. Anyway. So how how are you? Anyway, uh, yeah, but how's chapter three going for you? It's it's going fine. I I had to kill off um, uh, what the fuck's the archer's name? Jomka. Uh, Jomka. Yeah, I had to, I had to kill him off because for some reason he was developing a relationship with Aideen, so I sold his killer bow and gave him the axe. He started to fall in love with someone, <laughs> so I did the only logical thing I could do: sent him to die. <laughs> Fucking killed him. Uh. But I'm I'm pairing her up with Beowulf because. It's about all I got. It's Beowulf or Arden. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it yeah. to be with Arden the legend? 
No. Yeah. Good no, choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Lex, Lex is a badass, and Ira, fucking, Ira's fantastic. Rub Amazing that, unit. Rub that in Darren's face. Yeah. Yeah, go. she's real good, isn't bring she? That, yeah. <laughs> bring that. Bring that back. Just got that hero sword. <clears throat> I give it to Seeger. Don't he, She doesn't need the hero sword. But. Yeah, she but can have I guess it. Like, I guess I could give it to Beowulf because he kind of sucks. Ah, I give it to Seagirt. Armor Knights. Arden, Arden's. Arden, everyone is is close to level twenty here, and Arden's Arden's over there at level fourteen, I think. Yeah, he tries hard for him. To he gets the up. A for effort. He does try. He does try. He tries, he but it's a slight problem when the whole army's running at like eight move, and he's just slowly trailing behind. I got to the point in chapter 3 where a certain character is taken. I won't say anything else, but people who have played the game probably know what's going on. Rip so a certain character. I, I was pl playthrough right here. <laughs> that, that's about what I thought, because I lost one of my very few combat units, and it's like, well, we're back to the Sigurd solo. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but uh, this is really, this point when... The moment gets like the really sir told me funny that if you like have your units like all around the point where that unit disappears... The, the customer still like, plays out, and they're all just standing there as it's happening. There's like, oh hey, we might want to do something about that. You should just put Sigurd right next. to him. Yeah, just have him stand right next to it. Just like, oh hey, how you doing? It. How you doing? Yeah. There's nothing to be concerned about. He just seems like a but, very but, nice fellow. Hasir told me this is the point in the story where it starts to pick up, and it seems like it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the 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 game's great. Um. I have many positive things to say about it, and the negatives are more just the game is a little bit of a product of its time, and I was talking to Hasir, I, I feel this game, if done correctly, of course, could service very well to have a remake of it. Well, you could say that about, like, be, every game cool ever. If done properly, it'd be a good You know, if remake. done properly, Gaiden could be, like, the best remake of all time. Exactly. That's true. Okay, I, I'm... You know what? I mean, you know what? That's what FE15 needs to be now. <clears throat> I'm saying, you know, okay, let's let's give two two recent examples here. Wind Waker HD was a great remake because it added, you know, cool features and stuff like that that made it g a lot better compared to the last game. Twilight Princess HD is Twilight Princess GameCube but with an HD texture pack. I mean, this game you could do a few things to improve it to to significantly make it better to play in 2016, and I think it would bring. A whole new fan base to this wonderful game. Certainly. So I'm saying I mean, the same it's thing deserving for Shadow of a Dragon, remake. right? Like a lot of people really love Shadow <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Compared to like what the original hey, Fire hey, Emblem man. One yeah. is. I think people made a lot of fan art out of Play-Doh with that game. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, the development team did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the best analogy for FE11 I've ever heard. <laughs> fucking Play-Doh art. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Shut it down. It's over. <laughs> I, think she, I think he just killed <laughs> Chef. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. <laughs> Nothing can top that. <laughs> <laughs> with that note, we just segue into break. Do we? Does Wait, anyone no. else have anything else to talk <laughs> about? Got to talk. I can, we can't. We can't top that. We can't top that. We're done. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Darren, what have you what have you been doing? I mean, aside <laughs> from Pokemon going around with friends, Pokemon going yeah, around. Uh-huh. Workshop on that one for a couple days. I mean, I'm level 14 <laughs> now, and the game's been out for like less than a oh, week in Canada. You. So, fuck take you. that. Let's take that as you will. Uh, Have you been doing the trick, like uh, lures and lucky eggs near uh, Pokestops and whatever? Yeah, I and did evolving that. I did that and Rattatas. I got a couple levels doing it, and I'm yeah, it's a good strat. Yeah. strategy. I mean, I don't want to force myself to go through it, the levels like that, because I feel like it takes away a lot of the fun of the game. It loses a lot yeah. of the magic when you're just making a Pidgey like chopping block. It does lose a lot yeah. of the magic, because that's how that whole EXP thing works. I think the best well, this, way to this whole game has no fucking magic, because your starter is the worst piece of shit you could ever ask for, that's just because true. of how the balancing works. They make for some that's the other candy, big problem though. I have with this game. That they do. But, like, overall, I think... Have you guys really seen that, that Reddit post, like, the Rick and Morty thing, on how the candy <laughs> is made from Pokemon? <laughs> it's funny. I, I'd, I'd look it up if I'll I were you. I'll say I need to go find that now. Yeah. Rick and Morty's a great show. Yeah, it is. Uh, the one thing Pokemon Go spurred me to do is actually re-download Pokemon Yellow for the 3DS oh, nice. uh, Virtual Console. Hey! And being a Gen How 1, you know, that? I grew up with these games. I actually never played through Yellow. I only played through uh, Red and Blue to get all the Pokemon. It's arguably the best of it, those three as well. I would say it's probably the best just because of a lot of the improvements it makes. It's also a lot of fun mm-hmm. to still encounter a lot of the old glitches, like being able to get a Gengar before you fight Brock. Or the infamous Mew glitch. Those are a lot of fun to reactivate. It kind of still feels a little magical to do that today. But overall, yeah. I, I kind of want to really pick well. up one of those. I want to pick up one of those games, if only because I want to be able to teach him a champ fissure and then move it into the next oh, game and give man. it no guard and just go sweep. I mean, I'm actually probably I'm probably going to pick up Sun and Moon because of this feature of being able to transfer these Pokemon into uh, Sun and Moon. I'm, I'm probably going to pick up the game for that alone. The second I heard that you could transfer, that I just was don't like know the how first it's going to work. I thought, and I now I have the way to that, do it. The way that the way that values for Pokemon worked for how their stats came out are completely different to how they are now. Which is what I'm so interested to see well, what they do. Well, there uh, must be some sort of algorithm or whatever. Well, it's, it's going to be specific for Sun and Moon because these are the only games you can import the. Uh, also, Pokemon they're they're like changing how like yeah. uh, IVs work now. Now you can the you know how there was a uh, super training. There's hyper training, so now you can adjust. The yeah, IVs. hyper training. So it's the best thing so they've it's announced. Like, no, it technically best thing they've announced. Yeah, by but, the, far. The, but the biggest problem is you have to train all the way up to level 100 for it, which means that Not the grind back, you know, for competitive battling <sighs> well, back in the the black and white still and before days, grinding up to 100, the... it's back. And like spending 20 hours inbreeding and trying to create the best Pokemon. Yeah, the breeding, trying to get yeah. the EVs, it gets even worse if you want a specific hidden power. Oh, God. I guess that's. A I good really point. hope. I really hope they have something the, the that allows thing, you to the change thing is, to though, specific IVs. The thing that I'm worried about is that this requires the use of an item called a bottle cap, and I don't know how many of these things there's going to be. If there's an infinite and source, I will grind it. Right. Exactly. If if that's the case, I, if I, there's I a limited think, source, then it's going to be make it a limited source. If they're introducing this whole hypertronic thing, I don't think they're that dumb. Hopefully, they make it like heart scales, where you know they're easy to come by and. You can pretty much get them when you want to. Oh, I do hope that they, if they, if they set that up properly, that could easily become the best system to creating competitive oh. Pokemon teams and make the right, you, you, uh, the, um, the only thing you need to breed lower. for. 
Oh, you know, you know what's gonna be good about this too is getting a, a Pokemon yeah. with perfect stats and the right hidden that's power. Oh, that's gonna be great. Also, doing it. I didn't for even think of that. That's true. Oh. That's that's Very also true. true. I mean, they did they do have Very it set true. so you get like three perfect IVs at least with each legendary you catch. Or, yes, but, they did. But yeah. now you don't even have to worry about that. You can just get all six. Right. Or five. By the way, go get your Shaman. Probably you can only get it for a few out. more days. <laughs> by the time this goes up, it's gone. Yeah, by the time this comes out, you'll be able to get Ar like Victini or Arceus. Oh, man, Arceus finally Arceus makes it to the States. I think it's Arceus next. Spin. Yep. Hey, there was an event for him like four years, five years ago, Japan, and I know I have it. Was it. Really the, the, the was never released. The DP one was never released. No, there was not the, not the official Diamond and Pearl event, but they've, they've had an Arceus event Pokemon moved over. I know that. They have, but the official one, like, you know, with, with Arceus on Spear Pillar with the staircase that everyone has yeah. seen. Which is such a shame. That, yeah, I know, right? Because it was a cool scene, and it has, like, one of my favorite Pokemon yeah. tracks ever. And no one ever yeah, got to hear it unless you cheated. There was a lot of 4th gen stuff that yeah, was just, just never like, released, which you, is a shame, yeah. because... But if you teach the kids they can game. catch God, we'll all fall to the Cyber Demon's plans. <laughs> <laughs> the Cyber Demon? What the hell is that? Have you not seen that where some churches are like calling the Pokemon for Pokemon Go uh, like Cyber Demons? Like we don't allow serious? Cyber Demons in our church. No. Are Have you, you seen the, the thing that the... The National Holocaust Museum is is a poke stop, and they're trying to get rid of that. Or it's there's, a gym, I you think. It's really bad. It's a gym At or a our local stop. cemetery. There's five poke <laughs> stops in the cemetery itself because there's oh monuments God. in there, and so people are there at like two in the morning, and they're trying to get rid of it because it's like kind of have some respect for the dead instead of trampling all over the cemetery <laughs> looking for Pokemon. Wow. So that yeah, that's another wonderful effect of Pokemon Go. But there's yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we should probably move on to the next segment now. Break time finally? Break time? Yeah, yeah. QK Warimashou. Right. I'll act Solo like I Japanese. That. Yeah, me too. Breaking me Japanese. Too. Oh, all right, time for Come on, you gaijins. Let's start putting some music now. And welcome back to EmblemCast, the Overwatch and Pokemon podcast. Exactly. Hey. This is our time. This is our time. <laughs> it's our time to shine, Chef. This is our show now. 
Let's go fail a six-minute point A Anubis attack. I'm down. I don't know what that means. Sounds pretty fucked. I wish I did, though. How did I lose that? It's been like an hour and you're still mad about it. Yes. It's point A Anubis with six minutes on attack. Anyway, guys, so we have some questions, sort of. Sorta. We have some questions uh, from our our lovely listeners. One of the first of which, by Upmost Pompanao eighty seven. I know I say that almost every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they ask, "What is your favorite unit and favorite class?" And we respond with, "Go listen to episode one, you pleb." <laughs> hey man, What's your that's guys's disrespect. Favorite unit. Oh, favorite unit in your favorite class. Yeah. So what's your favorite? That's a little bit different. What's your favorite unit in your favorite class? Uh, so now, now is the try and remember what we said in episode one. Well, I, I remember your, what your I opinion remember. might be different now because Fire Emblem Fates came out. That's true. And that introduced new classes and new characters. To so. be fair, at the time of the podcast, I had already played Fates. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're uh, special times. little yeah, special Japanese pink snowflake weeb. You, you play it. one Japanese anime game and suddenly everything <laughs> changes. That's how they remember you. That's how your legend goes. I yeah. just played Katawa Shoujo once. I did it one time. That is. One Don't time. ever stream Honey Pop. <laughs> I'll even think you can. Anyway. So that's what's actually, your guys' that's favorite unit you in your can't. favorite class? So uh, favorite class, maybe. Someone else can go first. I gotta think about this one. It's tough. Fuck me too. Uh, are we <laughs> technically, okay, technically, are we counting the third tier promotions from Radiant Dawn? Uh, sure thing. Why yeah. not? Or whatever you want. Generally, like the sniper class, the yeah. Myrmidon class, sure. the you, hero are, class. Are you, like, you want to do it like that? Let's so just, let's I, just so do super uh, general. That way we don't have to be like, well, my favorite class is the True Blade, not the Swordmaster or something yeah. stupid. I mean, in the Japanese version, that's what Swordmasters were called for birthright. Yeah, I only refer to them by their Japanese back. names. Just let me be the pleb weeb here. <laughs> the pleb. You're, you're going to be called weeb. the pleb weeb. You're throwing weeb. out this knowledge. Weeb. You're the alpha weeb. I'm the alpha no, weeb. no, he's definitely the pleb weeb. So then who's the alpha weeb? We is don't there, have one. Is Darren the alpha weeb? Me? Is, I mean, is I it watch me? a lot of anime. Oh. Alpha Weeb confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I almost finished Clan Ad After Story. Beta Weeb confirmed. I'm still mad at you. So, uh, anyway, Fire Emblem. That I thing. think I think I know what you're gonna go with then, Darren. I think who you're gonna oh. go with if that's what is it? Sheenon. I was gonna say uh, Sheenon and uh, from Fire Emblem Path of Radiant, more specifically Radiant Dawn with the Archer class there and the third tier promotion. I'd say he's probably, in general, one of my favorite sniper-slash-archer units. I love the mm -hmm. character personality, and I actually really enjoy using him as a unit more, specifically in Radiant Dawn, rather than Path of Radiance, but I know archers aren't agreeable for everyone, but he's cool. No, no they're not. I'll say two archer characters I really like are, um, I like Shin from Fire Emblem 6. Love Shin, because nomads are fucking awesome, and I'd, I'd love to see a, a base horsed, um, Archer come back, you know, base tier class for that. And another cool archer is, of course, Niles from Fire Emblem Fates. 
I guess Anna technically counts too now because I really like her as an adventure with the uh, shiny. That's bow. true. That was really good. Is she good? I've never never she used is, her. She she's a glass cannon, but she I'll, hits like a truck and can kill any magic unit. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: capped magic with a shining bow is something special. It it is fantastic. It's like forty something damage, and like very few things have enough res to take two hits from it. Cool. Yeah. God, you know, favorite characters are really hard question for they me. They are. Well, it's favorite unit, oh, not I'll character. Just say a few. Yeah, favorite unit in your favorite class. Um, God. I'll go if you don't have it. I think I got. Purely mine. on a unit, purely on a unit base, Rucker is a force to be reckoned with. Jesus. Rucker is the savior. Jeff, of the do I need to send a mercy over? I, there? I think I need I'll mercy. Say, say mercy on call. Ugh, I need a res. Or an Anna. You can always say. You can always say. You can always say hey, Chef, too. it's okay. Just die. I have all. Jeez, Chef. You uh, okay, bud? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll be right back. Just I'm die, Chef. Some, I have all. I need all. to drink some water. So go. I'll be right back. If that, was, if that was cut out, uh, Chef just had a coughing fit for about 45 seconds. At first, I thought he was scoffing at me for my choice. And then it just turned into the... <laughs> <laughs> just <kept. laughs> I thought he was, like, dying over there. Keegan, how about you? All right. I think if I was to pick favorite class, I'd probably want to say, like, the wyvern classes they're like they've all got their own different names and whatnot oh, in every fuck game me too i forgot my wyverns so if i were to pick a yeah, favorite they're my, they're unit my, they're of my that, favorite class in the if series. i were to pick a favorite unit of that um i think i would say milady from fe6 tips fedora milady's pretty pretty cool <laughs> tip fedora <laughs> right i she's just a freaking monster guys, that's really guys, all that needs are, to be said that's true. Har is pretty cool. Har is pretty I, cool. I do like Har. And then there's Camillo, also known as Har with tits. Well, there's also that's Jill. That's true. There, man, there's a, lot of choices. Choices. there's a lot of yeah. choices. There's a lot also of choices. There's a lot of choices. Heath. Heath, is, Heath is pretty fucking He's good. not a choice. Really balling. He's Har without an eye patch, so he's less good. <laughs> he's, <laughs> is every Wyvern rider Har? They are yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> Heath was my first player on the subreddit, so I'll go with him. I love Heath. He's pretty balling. He's my bro. Also, the 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 mage duo from um, FE8. I I love Arthur and uh, Loot. Arthur, Arthur, get it right. Shut the. Arthur, tips hat. (laughs) 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 All right, let's go on to the next question before this fucking devolves even further than it has. Uh, Next question is from Overcautionary. What do you guys like in FE villains? Who are your favorites? What type of villain do you like? What type of villain do you want to see more of? Who are your least favorites? What games did villains best, etc.? And I nominate Keegan to go first. Wow, dude, you're throwing me under the bus with that one? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really big like, I was about, I was just about to say, I have to like really think about yeah. that one and think about we FE could do, villains. I have an answer already ready to move forward if you need time to think. Go for it, go for it. Go I'd for say it. Might give me an question, idea. It's, it's going to be Path of Radiance, like the Black Knight and King Asnard. I think they're... That is yeah. true. Black Knight is dynamic. Love his black villains, the Fire Emblem. I say the only He's secondary got a hard on for have. his Black Knight. Take well, the Black Knight I got the hard on for all day, every day. But uh, <laughs> I'd say the close secondary is from Fire Emblem 4 with Julius and uh, a certain other character I won't mention because some character people haven't played far enough into the game. I'd say they're also really incredibly compelling villains. I'm proud of myself for not having it be spoiled yet who the Black Knight actually is. Wow. You see, I, ex- you I actually don't, had... You don't know. You, you, see, don't, you don't know? I actually had that spoiled 
Don't go don't go on the wiki because I actually had that spoiled. Same. I might have seen it. I might have seen an, an image of who the character is, maybe in one of Gast's videos. Well, one of the things they introduced. But uh, I was uh, I saw like yeah. the I saw like who the person really is, but I didn't know it was the Black Knight. And I was like, like, oh, maybe do I get to recruit this person? So I was I went on the wiki to check, and sure enough, and then, it's like, oh yeah, this character, the Black Knight. And you're <laughs> like, like, oh what? well, I did. I uh-huh. definitely didn't. Didn't know that. Like, wow, I had no idea Ike was the Black yeah. Knight. It was Ike the whole time. It was Grell the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> it was just no, Sha- I am your father. Really it's just Shadow Mirages. I'm not Shadow You could just. No, you just reenact Star Wars Episode Five with Ike, Grail, and the Black Knight. There you go. <laughs> so I can. I'll give you guys my two two villains. Oh, if you I, I didn't say my least favorite. Oh, that's right. It's, okay. uh, it's gonna be, uh, King... Monster Garen? What's his face? Yeah, Garen. Spoiler. I hate him. He's... I have a page in my review. I had to trim it down to a couple paragraphs of why I think he completely fails yeah. as a compelling villain, why he's so boring. Garen fucking sucks. Yeah. I love how it's supposed to be a big reveal. Spoilers, by the way, but not really. How in that, that Gunther chapter in Conquest, it's like, what? He's a dude? What? <laughs> it's like uh, this means nothing. It's like wh- why does this the mean thing anything? we saw. It's like okay, well, what, why? Well, the review was that that he's I, and that he that gun, that the real Garen spoiler is dead. Okay, but, well, so what? The that was a dude though. What? Like, why did it have to be a dude? <laughs> yeah, slime. Uh, they they use the they use the it's a dragon in birthright. It reminds me of That's it reminds true. me of the 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 generic um. Enemy from Dragon Quest. Beautiful. Just with a little happy face on it. That should have anyway, been, so been the main villain. Yeah, so my, my favorites are, and I have not talked enough praise about these two games. <laughs> it's, I swear I bring them up every single episode, but um, my two favorite villains are Leon from FE8. Just well-written, not not extremely complicated, but, you know, complex enough to it's a very interesting character uh leon's great um and also zephiel from fe6 i'll say this absolutely not to cut you off i say zephiel with the context of fire emblem 7 is yes that's what i was going to say that's what i was going to say fe6 alone i would be like no you can't can't no with with the context of seven and and you have to remember i haven't played the tellies games so i'm not I'm not factoring them into it, and I haven't played enough of four to factor that into it. So from what I've played, being, you know, the GBA games, the 3DS games, and some other ones a, a little bit around, Zephiel, with the context of Seven, and Leon are my two favorites. My least favorite, Garen, because who else would it be? I Honestly, some of the Awakening villains are so unmemorable <laughs> that I don't even remember them at this point. I of course remember Gangrel for Gangrel, and Walhart. I I remember liking Walhart. I I haven't replayed Awakening Walhart's for a few years now. Walhart. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember Walhart being cool. He's got the cool. best boss theme ever. <coughs> I remember the first time I I uh, fought him in in that map at the end of Awakening. I was hyped up just because of how much they hyped him up in the story. Right. So he's cool. I like Walhart. Most ballin' villain ever. Ballin'. Ballin'. What do you think of Walhart, Darren? I'd say he's a, he's really he's not necessarily interesting, but he's got that badass factor. He's going just forward. foreboding, you yeah. know. And definitely the musical theme helps. I'd say yeah, he just looks yeah. intimidating. 
Like that gigantic yeah. red axe. Fuck, it's scary, dude. I'm so glad I can marry him and Robin. <laughs> right? <laughs> if they're if they're in Awakening, you can marry it. Hashtag power couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure actually in their support with female Robin that it's pretty much just Robin makes Walhart go down like some super peaceful hippie path. I'm pretty sure Robin does that with like everyone who's a villain. Yeah. But They're like, hey, you like, shouldn't hey, be man. bad anymore. And like, okay. Out, <laughs> Have some weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's the real secret. Come to Colorado, not California. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keegan, do you want to go or should I go? Right. I, I'll go. All right. I'll, I'll just kind of say the same thing that Darren did with Black Knight because I love the Black Knight. Let's keep riding like that Black Knight together, Keegan. I'm gonna, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I just love how they they kind of hyped him up quite a bit in FE9, and then he thought he was gone, and then he comes back. Yeah, and he's playable, right? And he's, and he's way For, like, two chapters. And, I, and I'll say, like, when you get to play as him, it was <laughs> the most empowering feeling I've had in that game. In, in the chapters that you get to play as him, I mean, A, he's invincible. Just, like, literal plot armor. He can't be damaged by anything that isn't Ragnell. Right. He's actually, actually physically wearing plot armor. Actually, I think yeah, there, is, exactly. there is a situation where he can actually die. Really? I yeah. thought that like he was actually like coded to not be able to take damage from the, in no, those when you can play as him. No, in one E, there are poison weapons. Oh right! Wow. So, he, okay. so, so he can be slowly whittled <laughs> down slow... by the poison. Actually, no wait, actually, guys. What happened to poison weapons in Fates? I miss them. Uh, actually, no I think I, no wait. I think he still has like renewal. Uh, he does have renewal. I'm pretty I, sure he has renewal. I think, but I think eventually he can just die. To the... But what you would happen? have to take uh, like two hundred turns. He just retreats. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else. But, I mean, otherwise, it's just super empowering because they just hand you a person who is absolutely invincible, and the only thing he can't one-shot is the final boss of part one, who is doubled and killed. Yeah. Also, you also get Nyla, like, the same chapter. The chapter That's the chapter true. Before. You, they give you just a ton of freaking ridiculously powerful units. Like, you've got no business having Nyla and Black Knight, but you have Nyla yeah, and Black yeah, Knight. Yeah, for 1E. <laughs> And I love how every single fight that Black Knight is in plays his theme. Yeah, every single one. That's another. So you so you can just like put him in a choke point. You just constantly hear the the fantastic Black Knight theme for like a minute while you're doing player fit. You don't know who he is in nine, right? It's not. No, it's never revealed in nine. It is. It's It's only revealed in. It is. It is like the main villain in that game, isn't he? Sort of. One else. Well, he he's pretty much he's he's the main drive. He's sort of the main driving force for Ike. Right. Because doesn't doesn't he likes father? Spoiler, yes. I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens well, I mean, in like the, the very beginning of the game. Hey, man, yeah. is people Two still hours. get salt? Uh, people. But yeah, you know, yeah, yes, he does, and then that was what drive more or less what drives Ike. And then drive, the then story continues to drive him in, and then through Radiant Dawn as well when he finds out he's back. And then then the the reveal is just like such an offhand mention, which is just kind of ruined. Yeah, I, the most, I, I, if, I can't stress this enough how disappointing that was. That's like what the, my one of my biggest criticisms with Radiant Dawn in general is just like, oh yeah, Black Knight's that guy. And it's, it's like, oh, and then well, Ike's just okay. like, is he a really? character that you know of? No, or? you know about it him. You, you've, you've interacted with him, but it's just like in like such a nonchalant way. Uh, yeah, a character who's been like anonymous. building up the, the whole yeah. mystery for two games. Right. 
Um, I would like to complain that you spoiled that it is a guy and not a girl. Oh no, you narrowed it down so much. What a what a crazy <laughs> turn of events that the dude in giant armor who has a is male a voice is a guy. It's referred to it's crazy. as a guy in all the pronouns. Yeah, who uses a male in every pronoun and in the and in the cutscene he's in has a man's voice is actually a man. Uh, it's all it's all magic. <laughs> <laughs> he had a voice changer in like the fire powder cord. alters his vocal cords. <laughs> it was only his spirit that was there, <laughs> not actually him. His, yeah, his spirit just stabbed him. <laughs> anyway, we should probably move on to the third segment. That's about it for for questions this week. Slow week on questions, but it happens. I don't know. It happens. Well, it's, uh, happens, right? Start getting Probably more podcasts out there. Get back That's into true. the get back into bi-weekly the that we say we we'll try to do. <laughs> we end up not. Right. Hey, Bye. We've, we've tried. Be right back. Bi-annually. Bi-annually. And Beautiful. go with the music. And welcome back after that lovely musical break that I am sure will be partially orchestrated by Shaffin and myself. Um, <laughs> one of us is good at it. <laughs> I'm not saying who. Are you us. really sure one of you is That's good at you it? To yes. Audience, viewers, you you know you love me. <laughs> Write in sure? emblemcast at gmail.net and tell us who is the better nonchalant video game theme hummer, Shaffin or I. See, oh, if I have to pick between two, two underwhelming performances, I have to pick Shep. Oh, excuse Thank me, Keegan. You. Thank you, Keegan. <laughs> to put you with, he he knows what it's like to fail a six-minute point A Anubis attack. Hey, I know that if I don't do it, you'll drop your Reinhardt shield and let me die. Yeah. So I have to do it for that. Bitch, please get behind the. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm waiting for the the right person to drop my Reinhardt shield. <laughs> and just anyway. get headshotted. <laughs> Uh, so, part. I'm sure those jokes mean something to some of you <laughs> listening to this show. Uh, so, part three. What is our theme question? Part, part three. Moral. So, part three is going to be a discussion on mounted units and you know how how they've changed throughout the series and what we could do to balance them in in the way and how we think they compare to foot units, which is a bit of a one-sided <laughs> argument, but you know, still an interesting. Topic. Is this open to all units that are not standing on the ground that are on top of any sort of creature, or is this specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. Pegs, no, no, no. It's it's you know any to pegs creature and mounted well. thing. Does this count mechanists? They're not foot units, yeah. but they're like not mounts. Sure. Why? Why not? But 
D d does anybody ever really talk about mechanists or characters? That's true. I mean, they're pretty good. But yeah, but so I, you could have so many other better classes. I mean, I I prefer most of the time over Master Ninja, the extra bulk. Yeah, really? extra bulk and strength, especially on like Kaze. So do you do you go do you go mechanist Kaze? Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's got all the speed in the world. That just ruins the lore for me. Yeah, He's exactly. A ninja. Just putting he can't on a, a silly Chinese-inspired fucking Chinese dragon dog thing. <laughs> I thought it was a bear. Is it a bear? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a Chinese bear. Bear dragon. No, it's a, it looks, it's a, it's a, it's a dumb, dragon though. dog thing now. And and bows it's aren't sure. really that useful if you have shurikens. I mean, e swords isn't doing anything either. It it helps with if you do um. Master Ninja uh, Corrin, though, because then you can use the Yato. Well, that's Master Ninja Corrin. Wait, that's just Corrin. Yeah, I mean, sure. Unless you're like Master Ninja Laszlo, but Laszlo sucks. Ah, <laughs> LOL at Ninja hey, he has Laszlo. That, his personal's not the worst. <laughs> but, but not for... It doesn't help him as a ninja. So, mounted units. Okay, how they've stacked up throughout the series. They're really friggin' good. Uh, yeah. I guess start yeah, they are. starting the yielding times. I would say in like with like FE one it isn't so bad, mostly because that game is just like falling apart at the seams. Well they also yeah. had the whole the main thing is like mounted units are so limited in, in what they could do. Right. Because if you want to go inside you gotta get off the horse. Right. Mm -hmm. I, and then F E two I I feel like that's when things start going a little Haywire with the Pegasus Knights. Uh, so I heard the Pegasus Knights are good. Aren't the the White Wings all really good except like one of them? Yeah, except S who joins really late. Classic. <laughs> but yeah. like, good job, S. But like, proud of you. Paula and they're, Paula they're... and Katria are just super amazing and just break. Uh... How about FE three? Sounds FE... like another game I know. FE three that introduced dismounting, which is sort of the, in the right direction of what needs to happen with, like, mounted units. It's one of the ways yeah. you can go with, like, mountain units and foot units. Three seems like a cool Three game. is actually pretty good. It actually sort of holds up pretty well, unlike, like, FE1 and I've FE2. Heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, definitely. So I think dismounting is one of, the, one of the better ways that you can handle it, because then it's like, sure, they can go stomp the outdoor maps or the indoor maps there. In a lot of cases, I'm pretty sure they aren't very good, are they? Dismounted? Yeah. No, Some, a lot of them are pretty mediocre. Though one of the things, one of the issues that comes up with like dismounting is with dismounting the Pegasus Knights. Since they go from, like Paula for instance, if she's going up against like axe users or bows, she can just dismount and she goes to using swords and is, foot, is a foot unit. So it kind of removes her weaknesses and makes her even mm. stronger. Which, oh dear God. Which... <laughs> But I will say dismounting is probably one of the best ways to go with just indoor. I don't think we're ever going to see it again, though, to be honest. Well, the last uh, not. well, the last was five. And has anyone played any of the Kaga games after he left? Do those any of those have dismounting? Tear Ring Saga? Yeah, Tear Rings or Bewitch. Uh, I don't remember if it does or doesn't, but I feel like it might. Yeah, I, I couldn't honestly tell you off the top of my head. I haven't played them, so I have no idea either. Uh, I know, I know, uh, no idea. I know, uh, I know those are actually getting some translation patches coming out soon. 
Yeah, I, I'd be interested Saga in checking them out. They seem kind of cool. Fully patched. That's good. Oh, nice. I know, I know Bewitch is, like, halfway through, which supposedly that's, like, the pinnacle of, like, Kaga games. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't heard much about them. I just know that they exist, and pe some people like them. Be nice if the Thracia 776 patch got finished. Oh, yeah. Don't get your hopes up. Oh. So you're kind of moving on. FE4 is, like, where things just kind of go all wrong. Yeah. It, Everything yeah. just went horribly wrong. Though I will say, although to be fair, in that game, at least from what I've seen, it, it seems like the horse units are fucking on crack. But you know, the the it doesn't seem like the pegs are that great in that game or the wyverns. Well, so, yeah. Well, you've only it's, got like one peg. Yeah, it's more of right. F FE four, I guess, took a sort of different way. Is where all the mounted units except like Seagird actually have pretty mediocre stats if you look at them. And skills yeah, and weapon they usually do. And then you look at like the foot units, and all the foot units stats are actually like really super amazing on their skills, like Ira, Levin, yeah. Jomka. Ira's so good. It's just those are actually, if like in a vacuum, that's they're actually super amazing. And I feel like if Fe4 didn't just have super low huge maps. Yeah, I was gonna say if the maps weren't so massive where you needed all that move, they would actually probably be in like decent shape. Right. Yeah. But then you end up with like Madeir. who's like mediocre and everything, but because FE4 he's got the horse, you can just like most people just recommend just having Jamka sell his killer bull to Madeir, and then Madeir is just like, oh yeah, no, he's good, despite his <laughs> complete mediocrity. Yeah, despite his stats just being crap, just hand him a killer bow from Yamka, and the fact that he's got a horse is just going to carry him through the first gen to at least be useful. Yeah. And then... And it's really only been uphill from there for horse units. Yeah. Or More units. or less. In general, I should say. I will say... The only dip they really took is, like, FE10, maybe. Uh, FE5, I would but say, it's even sort there's... of the instant dip, because then it, uh, Kaga brought back uh, dismounting. Which dismount? Oh yeah, there is dismounting in that game. Yeah, dismounting, and there's a ton of indoor chapters as well, and the penalized movement on them is actually really noticeable. And also the stat, and also the stat penalty is super noticeable as well. I think like wyvern lords when they dismount, they lose like five strength and defense. Jesus, it's it's a whole lot. Brutal. And I think that combined with fatigue is actually not bad. Right. Because then you can't just be like, oh, well, I have one super powerful horse. I'm just going to spam them the entire game. Right. And that's that's one of the cool things that Kaga did with his like final game with Fire Emblem. Dismounting and fatigue. If, if, I think fatigue's interesting. I feel like it would bother me, but I think it's an interesting idea. It's actually not least. as bothersome as you think, since enemies in Thracia are actually really bad. You don't need a, a whole lot of really good units. It's more of just to affect uh, okay. it's more of just to affect staff users. Are enemies that bad in yeah. that game? Because I've heard a lot of people say FE five is one of the toughest games in the series. It's more it's not the toughest. It's more tough of like all the stuff it just straight up doesn't tell you. And also it's like the pinnacle yeah. of like single RN. Because I mean and, and there's there's stuff like so staves staves can miss, miss right? Yeah, yeah. staves yeah. also hit rates cap at ninety nine. So you never have a perfect percent chance to hit, wow. and there's also it also has this. And there's the whole fog of war thing in that game right. too. Right? There's also a, another super annoying thing is movement stars. 
Oh, I've heard. I think I know about it. It's those. pretty much if you have a movement star, you have a five percent chance to just go again. Problem is one that screws over like reliability a lot with like your right. with, like your units, and also enemies mm -hmm. can have them. Yeah, that's that's fun. And also another. So I could just be like, oh, surprise! I just killed your staff user. Have fun. Yeah. And probably one of the other biggest things is the stat variation on enemies. Normally for like GBA and then the Telius games and DS games, it's like, oh, you know, you go into a chapter and stats may be different, like one or two on the enemies because they're randomly generated. Right. But for FE5, instead of being like stats randomly from one to two, it's actually one to five. So you could just. Oh, that's huge. Also, another thing is that every enemy has a five percent chance to just get an extra point of move, and it's something that. That. And it's something like what? you won't n you won't notice until it's Crazy. like happening until they're actually in range of you and you didn't notice because you didn't think like oh why do I need to check every single enemy to see which one spawned with it's more like moves. yeah I don't want to go spend a bunch of Crazy time. Crazy seems like a weird watch. fucking game. It is, but we should totally do it after FE four. It's actually a really fun draft. We'll see. We'll see. I think we should leave the next one up to the fans because we decided we, this one. Ah, uh, but the fans are just gonna make us play Gaiden. Oh, we just don't put Gaiden in the pool. We'll yeah, they, we don't put Gaiden on the list. I don't <laughs> want to do Gaiden yet. I'm, I'm, my, I'm not mentally ready. I'm for not that. in the mental. We're only gonna exactly. do Gaiden unless everyone emails us and tells us to go, do Gaiden, right? That's how it right. works. Right. Every we get 50, single person who listens to the podcast, ha if we get, we yeah, get if 50 we get, emails, what's what's a reasonable email? Yeah, if we get 50 emails saying to do Gaiden from now until whenever we put the next poll up, which you know will be in a few weeks, at, at least a month. Uh, I was gonna uh, say like right after we'll do Gaiden. We put up FE <laughs> right after the FE four hundred and twelve. Right, right yeah. after, right after we do the FE four retrospective, just put it up. <laughs> then, right. So that that would be about a yeah, yeah, a month. Because so, that would, so basically, a month what would you're be saying is we're after. selling out and we're assholes now. Uh, yeah, we're selling Perfect. out to the fans. Mm-hmm. We're giving them what we want at the cost of our own sanity. Because, right. like I've always right. said, this is a passion project <laughs> and a sellout passion project. Though, if, if Intelligent System came to us and gave us money to cover a game, I would have no problem oh, doing yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, would, yeah. I would chill yeah, instantly. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, I, I and, ask and now, and now awesome. there's people who hate us because we're yeah. literally sellouts. Ah, screw them. I would see a radical solo. I would sell the subreddit if IS gave me the money <laughs> for it. Mod if morals be damned. <laughs> I would ten take grand? the money and run. If they gave me even like five grand, just like fuck yeah, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> oh. And and when the and the day after this episode comes up, we're gonna see Chef and lose his mod position. Hey, I'm top. I'm so. top mod. Top mod. Only V2 beats me. V2's got like six. Well, he, he's going to take you out, dude. Uh, V2 ain't going to take me. Yeah. V2 doesn't listen. Well, we'll see. There's some new mods coming yeah. in. Probably by the time probably by the time this episode comes out. By the time this comes out, out probably I know. Have... I'll probably know. We won't. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've seen Keegan apply. I've seen his app. I've seen Husser's app. They may... Yeah. Have you seen my app? Did you apply? I did apply. Oh, let me look it up. But... Uh, move on Ooh. to the GBA games. Well, let's get back on track. Sure. Well, while we're... And, yeah. again, mounted units great <laughs> very very good. i mean what, they're never bad like even the yeah. even people and, and, who will be like, like isadora is bad there's a there's a lack of great and just a lack of flying mounted units in the gba games there is are many many, many <laughs> great flying mounted units in that one i mean 
like flying name one bad flying unit in any of the GBA games. Uh, what's her face? The older sister. Oh, Juno. 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 Yeah. Only one. Okay, there's one bad. What about uh? What about the pre-promote in eight? She's not great. No, sorry. Yeah, she's. She walks walks the line. The reason that she's not good is because eight has so many fucking superstars that why would you use her? Yeah, and she also she also joins really late. Though in the reverse recruitment of FE eight, she actually replaces Seth. And it's just oh. that sounds about right. <laughs> it's just lol. You only need to reverse the entire yeah. recruitment process. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> have you done FE six reverse recruitment where Carol is the, where dumb. Carol replaces Roy? That's dumb. Wow. Because they don't change his freaking growths. His bases uh, are like the worst thing to yeah. ever. Yeah, be he on has this like planet. Stri- he has like straight zeros in like everything except like and like he, and he has like, like nine single H- digit health. He has like nine HP, two strength, one speed skill and then everything else is just straight zero it's the big but he's like easily the best unit because his snowball is just insane it's the biggest yeah. like i got to try for this and then you just like so hit now, 20 and cap everything now tellius right yeah and i've heard again that's a horse emblem it one. is oh yeah nine FE, is FE, absolutely FE horse nine emblem. absolutely is every 10 that's I, flying emblem. That is flying. That's hard emblem. That's hard. That's hard and jail emblem. Har emblem. Yeah, that's that's a legitimate thing to say because Har could pretty much beat that game single handedly. Right. Yeah. Every yeah. chapter he's in, he put in work. Draft whenever that is. Right. And there's also the Lagu's Royals who are basically mounted with oh, their that, move. Who are? That's true. Who are some of the most like OP things ever? The game, mm-hmm. like I. I mean, Kane isn't Kane ridiculous? Yeah, it's like I know his like his full name's like Kanegus or something, but yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, I just Kane. butchered that. It's Kanegus or something, well, but it's like ba- it's yeah, like base King enough. and Grifka can actually just like one round KO uh, the boss of three three, the super boss. Oh and yeah, the just the, like, whatever. What's his know? name? The, the another name I can't pronounce. Well, it's a spoiler. It's probably shouldn't. And I'm not gonna. I'm not well, gonna try. It's like super ultimate badass popped up to be like the strongest like living being, and it's just like Kane and, and Griffiths are like, "What's up? We're the we're the Lagoos kings." And just stomps we're, we're, we're we're just friggin' lions <laughs> sitting down. Then I, I don't remember if you guys said this, but then there's the uh, the unit which has the the four range or, or you know adjacent tile dance, which is fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. Ra- the oh yeah, Heron. the Herons. Yeah. That Heron mounted. Well, more flying emblem. Yeah. Well, they're flying. It's like. Hey, Raphael doesn't fly. Okay, Raphael doesn't fly. One thing. One thing it did sort of do is it did with the paladin caps. It did give paladins sort of mediocre caps for the end game. So that is (laughs) at least they they recognize something at the end. Though but it's all, it's, it's, but dragon masters are still broken. Right. Though it's all good, guys, because Fiona has the thirty-four speed cap needed. Just got to try. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, female silver knights have a very specific speed cap that's important, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, thirty-four. But both of the female silver knights are trash. Yep. Fiona and Astrid. <laughs> uh, hashtag oh, blame Macloff. She got such a downgrade from freaking. I know. I was so disappointed. I loved Astrid in FE9. Yeah. And then I get her in FE10. I'm like, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. Blame, blame Macloff. He sucked the soul out of her. That's true. What an asshole. Just like, he's looking at. Fuck up, he ruined Astrid. Just like, somehow. even looking at the portrait difference between FE9 and FE10. 
just like all the life is just gone <laughs> just the soulless husk <laughs> what happens you clean up after that fuck up shit <laughs> I mean you saw that Marcia did not put up with his shit uh, she didn't put up with his shit at all she just dumped him on Astron's like here take him have fun bye yeah. she tried to sell him to she tried to sell him to Astron <laughs> <sighs> probably got a pretty penny out of the deal too maybe so then oh. right, let's so then DS. Yes. The uh, Draconites. <laughs> Draconites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's, the, and wind then there's spear. the wind spear. The wind spear. The wind spear. Mounted properly. Oh, man. <laughs> I've, I've heard tales of this thing. The, the, oh, the wind spear is the dumbest thing ever. It's You forge like plus should... seven and Oko absolutely every enemy, every mounted and armored enemy in the game. It's like, even though... Crazy. Even though Seda has, like... Well, but don't people say in, um... Uh... New Mystery of the Emblem that you go Warrior Chris and not flying? It's, no, it's Warrior Chris for the axe rank because you can't become a Wyvern. And then you reclass ah, into Wyvern, okay. or Draco Knight. And then... And then you, and then then you from, kill things with your axe. Right. Though for, like, the last couple chapters, you reclass the Berserker because of the... You need the higher caps. Right, and, and you don't need items to reclass that nope. game, right? Nope, you, can do you just reclass. Time. Just do it whenever. There is yeah. a limit of to how many units you can have in a certain class. It's like the amount of that you have for that specific class plus one. So, like, if you have three flyers, you have four spots for flyers, I think. Yeah. That's generally uh -huh. how it works. Yeah, it's... That's kind of interesting. It's it's an interesting way. The one thing... One well, thing I mean, you could just exploit it because... You get enough shitty cavaliers that you just reclass them to some random shit and then yeah, just turn your army into cavaliers. Yeah, reclass them to like yeah. archer. I think there's what? Isn't there like nine cavaliers? In... I feel like there's more than that. Hang on. So there's Jagan, Cain, and Abel. Uh, just... The three. Well, are we talking about FE12 or FE11? Let's go FE11. FE12, there's. Uh, okay. I can't we'll there's a lot. Can you lose one of them? Uh, there's Frey, so you could technically keep him if you kill Gordon. So that's so that's uh, that's but four. That's only a normal mode, I think. Right, that's only yeah. So that well, let's just assume. So that's four at the start. Seda. Get Mathis. Mathis. Uh, the uh the White Wings can go can go Paladin. So that's four, that's and right. then Seda can. So that we're at ten. Then I really want to play FE ten. <laughs> I know it's not good. Wait, FE10 <laughs> or FE11? 11. You mean well, 11? 10 first. Well, yes, 11, but 10 so I can get to 11. It, that, you, that's well, not how this works. 11, you yeah, can you're confusing Radiant Dawn and Shadow Dragon together. Oh, fuck, I am. Yeah, Sorry, it's, I meant 11 and then 11 12. and 12 are combined. FE9 Sorry, 9 and 10 that. are combined. Yeah. So yeah. then... I, I, I got that mixed up. Ten. Wow. <laughs> See, there's... That was a dumb error. There's Harden, so we're at 11. Then he's got two of his scrubs. Well, then he's got two Cavaliers. So we're at 13... Did you get Mathis? Uh, we got Mathis. There's there's okay, that so one there's, there's that one chick. Uh, oh god! Now so now you're like making me dig. Oh, Midia. Midia. Her name. So that's we're at we're at fourteen. Jesus Christ! Way too many. I think it's safe to say there's so way many. too many. Mounted dominated game. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Let's move on to the 3ds games. The 3ds games uh, still still good. Still, 3ds games are a little bit. I mean, they're of course still good, but I'd say it's a little more balanced than it. Well, it's been. it's I, not it, even like horse emblem. It's dark flyer emblem now. That, yeah, that was yeah. That was well, the biggest. You're talking about that was the biggest problem 13. with like 13 was the just the dark flyer, because Gale Force and also the EXP formula. 
if the exp formula wasn't the way it was where it's eight minimum no matter what then it may not have been that big of an issue and if they like scaled it properly yeah the whole that whole but game, you can that, like that that stuff in that game was a mess but because it's the eight minimum you can just actually just snowball even like the, yeah even like especially mm -hmm. if you're robbing with vet veteran then you get 12 minimum and it's just like why and then you just reclass yeah. to dark mage and win the game yeah or yeah you could yeah because nosferatu was so yeah nosferatu and... tank dark flyer gale force it's just like and if you're cheeky you could go mercenary grab arms thrift then go d dark mage and win the game yeah that's see, but arms thrift almost isn't even worth it just because there's so many good skills in that game that you could have instead of arms well, thrift. Not, I mean, if you're going through the main game you've got the slots yeah main game you've got the slots i suppose i suppose but if like excluding like dark flyer then yeah actually the mounted the mounted and foot unit is actually is actually pretty balanced right it's the, just the gale force shouldn't have been not, a thing. Neither of them are are that great. Well, they're pretty good, but it's more it's it's more of like a a neutral or medium sized. I'd say other unit outshines them. Yeah, it's more of a medium sized positive instead of being like, yep, they're mounted, top tier automatically. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it's is like fun. oh well, they have a horse, so they're automatically the top right. half of the game, regardless I do of like, if they're uh, useful or not. I do like what the fuck's her name, Cher Cherchi or whatever Cherche. I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> oh dear God, she's, I a, don't she's know. a pretty cool. I, I like her. I remember I I've I seen like arguments of I like how to. I just like her character design yeah. a lot. I can agree with that. Yeah. I think the one thing and I remember did I went... really well was that it kind of made it so it was less focused on how far each unit can move, especially because of the, the right. pairing system. It kind of alleviated the previous problem with a lot of the other games, specifically like Radiant Dawn and to a greater extent Fire Emblem 4 had where it's just like you need to get people across the map quicker. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Hey guys, so I remember, think that dynamic remember... got lessened a lot in 13 because uh, most units can move fairly far. Right. Sure. And there's, and there's all like sure. the field bonuses. Right. And that there's always something and that there's always some place that some units can go to. It's not just a yeah. it, it's not always completely mm -hmm. just linear point A point B which is where like the right, mounted yeah. units no, it does. Yeah, it does. It's, it's those like open. I mean, they do have those open field maps where it's like, well, I just need to book it. But there's not nearly as many of those to the point where it's like every cavalier is a god. The, the best example of that map I can think of in the game is the 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 gang roll uh, map. Oh, my the only reason map. you can't you don't just book it through that one, I think, is because the enemy density is fairly high. And there's, yeah. there's also so the oh, also the sage is just like the end yeah, of the all sage, things. Yeah, the sage. That's true. Mm -hmm. Also, sage. also there is that's one of the most annoying maps the, on Lunatic in my opinion. Ah, uh, no, nah, it's all about the first couple chapters. Like chapter isn't that like chapter three? No, well, it's chapter yeah, chapter four, three. chapter five, <laughs> those chapter two. It's just where things just die. Yeah, that's when you need grinding afterwards. Well, not really. You just need better. You just need to have really good strategies. You just need to get good. Yeah, as it were. Get good scrub. scrubs. By the way, guys, remember Griffin Riders? Rest in peace. Yeah. They will they not have deliverer. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, they I completely <laughs> forgot they were a class. Yeah, they existed oh, for that. one game. weren't mentioned in the, in the script anywhere entirely. 
No, is have we even had a character that's just a Griffin no. Rider straight up? No, you only no, yeah, you only got Awakening. one Wyvern, and it was Cher something. I remember I made her Griffin Rider on my first playthrough. Their, their uh, mount by name and being a Wyvern, so yeah. making a Griffin yeah. just ruins their entire support conversation. Yeah, I f I feel like that's the the old Mechanist. I think that's what Mechanist is gonna be. I don't think we're gonna see that in the next game. Probably <laughs> well, not. It depends. It depends Sorry, if we fans. see if if we see Ninja come back. I think Ninja will return, but you know, you might give it a, another thing that it can class into, or give it a new class entirely. Hmm. Who knows? We'll see. I'd be interested to see it, but I'd also hate it at the same time. Yeah. Fuck enemy ninjas. Yeah, fuck Mechanist. Do you, oh, by the way, do you think stuff like you know Master of Arms is going to come back? I I wouldn't uh, see it coming back. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on it. I don't know. It does give it does give the Swordmaster some other option to promote to because I'll say I like that well, kind of class being available to the Myrmidon. Well, it's it's one of the things you just need to like have the units like s certain units built for it or just have them pre-arrive. And you do actually Astrofarms is just not as good Dread Knight. You mean Great Knight? Dread no, Dread Knight Dread or Dread Dread, Dread Fighter. Fighter. Dread Fighter. Sorry, Dread Fighter. Well, the well you do because you, at least you have the shurikens on there. True. Though there is Fuga, you get in Rev. He is actually pretty good. He's like most fallen old dude you get, like all of Fire Emblem. That's like saying Honestly, something. Honestly, his bases are really good. He might good. be one of the best bald characters in all of Fire Emblem. That that is something. I mean, really? how yeah. much competition is there though? Uh, it's Rise. It's slim. There's the cleric from Effie. From FE11. Yeah, he's a meme. He's not competition. There is the love guru guy. Uh, who is that? Old Hubba? He's not. He's a meme. He's <laughs> not competition. Uh, who else? Who else is bald? Oh, God. Are there even any Corrin other sometimes. bald? But, like, that's cheating. Yeah, customizable hair doesn't count. Because uh, in that case, so would Chris. And, like, we don't and Chris would win, I guess. Best bald. <laughs> <laughs> best bald character, Chris. <laughs> stole it because Riss made I him mean, bald. Technically, if you go best bald, that's fitting unit, for the character. Chris is going to be up there for a lot of things. Yeah. He's a little, uh, a little good. In some ways, you could say it's. What? What? Well, actually, yeah, that make makes no, no sense at all. No, that doesn't make any sense Foster, at all. Cut that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is. Like, if, it's almost one for yeah. me. That's <laughs> but, so then, I guess. Go, going into fates, it's pretty, pretty all right. Mounted it's not. Pretty, I don't feel like. I mean, I do yeah. feel like that a lot of the mountain unit, mountain units are really that are good are like good because they're like actually just statistically good. Right. I mean, things yeah, like Camilla and Xander. It's not like they're good because of their mounts. It's they're good and they have a mount. Right. Oh, I would say Baruka is much better because of her mounts. Because her, her growths are kind of, eh, they're a little yeah, shaky. It's like but... Baruka and Tsubaki is like examples of like the class where it's like... Of just how far a mount can take right. you. Right. But they're, go but they're both solid yeah. units. I, I think they're, they're very balanced when you think about it. Because they're not crazy overpowered, but you know they have that mount which helps right. them out. Especially yeah. if you look you back know, over the course of the series growth. and you see where mounted units have been, I think it's fair to say that and we're on a better track then... for that now. Right. Yeah, it, it seems yeah, like before it. It I think just... units like like Subaki and Baruka are really are a direction I think flyers could and flyers especially because they're the stronger ones that the mounts should take. Right. Because it's like they're good units and you can use them and it's not a hindrance. But they aren't like insane by Crazy the merit OP. of a mount. Yeah. Right. The they 
the thing I, I want to bring back is good mages. We did not any fantastic mage, or at least base mages in uh, FE14. Uh, we got Leo. Heyota's yeah, good and not not counting Leo. <laughs> not it's... counting the w one good mage. Sakura. Shut up. I mean, because he's royal. Sakura. Pretty good mage. Is she good? Uh, would you as say? A mage? Uh, she's, uh, yeah. she's okay. As a would you would you say your preferred class is uh, Sage yeah. or fucking uh, oh, Priest Weeb Sage? Yeah, or um, Shrine Maiden. It's not Shrine Maiden. <laughs> shrine Maiden, you have to deal with the <laughs> Ebos. Etomes versus yeah. Ebos. Yeah. Shrine Maiden looks pretty fucking it is cool. Pretty though. Ballin'. And she does her squats. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gotta get that shrine leg Shrine Maiden's the first class. You're talking about Priestess. Yeah, it's Shrine yeah. Maiden, Priestess, Aminyoji. Oh, I, I sorry. I, I was actually I that actually I think that was something that got swapped in the localization. I think in the Japanese yeah. version it was originally priestess, and then like war priest or war maiden. Yeah. Huh. War monk that never came back either. Well, it kind of did in the form of like I mean, great master of. and shrine maid. They just have a different sort physical of. weapon. Yeah, that's, that's, same idea. That's one thing I never hey, got is no like one, why no one loved Libra. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually, know. I, I would beg to differ. I feel yeah. like a lot of people do like him. I feel like. I, I keep seeing people like always be like, oh, you know, I didn't care much about Libra. And then, then they're like, then I read the supports and suddenly favorite Wait, character. Wait, Libra's a man? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on. No, you kidding. tell me the Lucius yeah, wannabe is a dude? <laughs> Libra's much more of a killer axe than anything else. More, more of a rescue dude. It's like base, is base True. 19 mag? Well, I'm just saying giving you a killer axe. It gives you a killer axe and rescues your people across the map. Yeah. It's more than what Listen does. Damn. I mean, you get Tharja on that map, which is probably a far better unit because Nosferatu and Dark Mages. Well, that's just the Nosferatu and the Merit. Right. But I mean, they do yeah. serve different roles. One's going to rescue your team, and the other one's going to Nosferatu your way through the game. Right. Sure. Assuming you didn't already spend all your money on Robin's Nosferatus. Right. Well, if you're if you're using him as Dark Mage. Well, actually, at that point, would you have multiple? Se you would only have like one or two second seals, right? Uh, I think so. And a lot of people will go Donald for their first second seal if they're using Donald. For free. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess to wrap it up, the middle of the series is where Mountain U has just got just super dumb, crazy OP. And the the so difference they've between... They've been taking slow steps in the right direction. Right, and with sort of 14, mm -hmm. we're starting to see mostly in the right direction. With like good examples of like yeah, I would say so. Like Baruka and Sabaki being like the most like what mounts really should be. Yeah, I'd say FE fourteen overall was just a huge step in balancing from Awakening. Right. The only downside to the whole mount argument is then you have units like Camilla that exist and Xander who are just insane with their mounts. Right. And the fact that they're mounted doesn't help. Yeah, but you also have Ryoma who's just as good as they are and doesn't have a mount. True. That is true. Though that is one of the when people get into like the Xander versus Ryoma arguments, that is one of the things that Ryoma always gets dinged for is not not having a mount, mm -hmm. not having a horse. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, sure, you could stick someone like Kagero to him, right? And then he gets at least like one move behind a horse, but he still right. doesn't have a horse. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But <laughs> he just has a yellow ninja boob lady carrying him around I guess to give him one <laughs> move huh? giving him one more move and like five strength or something ridiculous yeah. <laughs> so, I want to use her at some point she, she seems pretty, pretty good, good. Better in she's fun She's fun to use better in rev though because yeah. she's like 
glass cannon to well, the extreme. Well, Rev's up next for strength. me, so I'll use her instead of Kaze, maybe. Because well, well, that would be the third right in a row I'd use Kaze. Yeah. Well, Ka Kaze's kind of bad. it's not a bad idea. Kaze's kind of bad. It's not a bad mm -hmm. idea because Kaze's strength is a huge problem when enemies are just ridiculously yeah. strong, but... Don't you get him kind of late in Rev, too? Or uh, no, no you, get him, no. you get him, like, chapter 8 or 9. No, it's chapter... It's chapter. Okay. It's, you get him at the end of chapter eight, and then he just gets completely bodied in chapter nine, like everyone else. Yeah, like <laughs> most people do that aren't foreign. Yeah, <laughs> just wait. Wait till you get to chapter nine, Devin. Then you'll understand what getting yeah. bodied. Hey, I'm just anticipating. I'm anticipating the wind chapter and uh, conquest. Oh man, you have oh, You don't even know what the ride. fox is. Oh boy. That oh yeah, screw that chapter. Oh man, the freaking mirage life and death ones made me mad. <laughs> oh, we'll 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 hear your complaints about it next time, Devin. We'll see. Yeah, I'd say this is as good a time as any to end the shit show. <laughs> wow, talking shit about yourself. No. This has been a yeah, I am. No, this has been a fun show. Very laid back, but good time. Nice to have the old crew back. It's been a while. It has. It has been. It's been it's a nice long back. A little more than a minute, though. A little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I think we should end this before it goes downhill even more than it already has. And by downhill, you mean Overwatch. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, fuck, yeah. we gotta end this so that people... We get the word out so that people are aware of the cyber demons and can avoid them to save their society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hustle's gotta edit this one real fast for us. We gotta, we gotta get the word out. We gotta let people know yeah. that cyber demons are coming for you. Gotta make more play Laura and his chariots coming for you. <laughs> anyone gets By the that time reference. it comes out, it's too late. Oh no! All right. All right. Goodbye. See you guys Bye, later. <laughs> make later. sure to do the, make sure to do the the guidance emails. Yep. When, you know, I'm hoping Husser releases this in like such an order where we've already done the other episode. Just episode 12 just done instantly like give them yeah. one day to Very send true. 50 emails yeah, you have one day good luck I, su I suppose we also didn't specify if a person could email more than once you can't oh shit you can't I'm making that well, a law that, there we go we're covered now also alright and now we're done there's no spamarino right. done bye Go with the music. All right. Um, what's a, what's the song to do? I can only think Mega Man for some reason. You've already used that song. No, we didn't. Wasn't it? Oh. There we go. Whatever. Do 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 do